Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And good afternoon. We're heading into the weekend. Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK. You can find us at stevejonesshow.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter handle at Steve Jones PSU. And our email is stevejones at wkok.com. Sean Carey here. Steve Jones on his way in to the Sunbury Motors Studio. Sunbury Motors, Ford Lincoln Hyundai, and the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia. On the Strip, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Friday edition of the Steve Jones Show, always brought to you by our buds at Brewers Outlet, the beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Getting closer to the holidays, a couple of weeks away, so you want to stock up on what you need for all the holiday parties that you're going to be hosting or the holiday parties that you're going to be attending. You don't want to show up empty-handed, so get all your favorite beverages, soda, beer specials too, uh, going on now through Tuesday. At Brewers Outlet in Sunbury, Paps Blue Ribbon, 30 packs, $14.95. Molson, 24-pack bottles, $19.95. Open tonight and six days a week, 9 till 9. At Brewers Outlet on Reagan Street in Sunbury. A lot happening on the show today. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, we're going to have some fun today. We are. We are. Uh, We want to give congratulations to the Southern Columbia Tigers. They are cruising uh, halfway through the fourth quarter. Uh, absolutely dismantling Wilmington, forty-eight to nothing. Uh, <laughs> I like them in this. I like them in this spot. Uh, this is uh, this team. Uh, this is what they do. <laughs> this is what they do, people. Uh, Wilmington had two rushers on the year with over a thousand yards apiece, and they have been completely bottled up today. Combine the two, they don't even have fifty yards rushing in this contest. The absolute domination in this game. Uh, Julian Fleming opened it up with an 11-yard touchdown catch. Uh, actually, Wilmington in the first half, they they did bottle up the Southern running game, but when you got Stone Hollenbach off there, uh, there uh, three touchdown passes alone for Stone in the first half. Uh, as I mentioned, the 11-yard catch for uh, Julian Fleming. Uh, it was 10 nothing after the first. Uh, then Preston Zachman with his only his fourth touchdown grab of the year. Uh, it was an eight-yard eight-yard touchdown grab uh, from Hollenbach. And Gage Garcia with a 15-yard touchdown reception all in the first half. So it was uh, 24 to nothing. Uh, heading into halftime. Uh, kudos to Jim Roth. Uh, they were able to, we were thinking it was going to be 17 nothing heading into halftime. Uh, they were able to pin Wilmington back on the one-yard line with about a minute to go, but at that point, Southern still had all three of their timeouts. Three running plays, not much of anything, but Southern was able to get the ball back on a punt to the 35. Fleming ran it back to the 15, 
And with no time left in the first half, they were able to squeeze out another touchdown uh, to make it 24-0. First play from scrimmage, third quarter, Gage Garcia had a 57-yard uh, touchdown run to make it 31-0. And uh, they called off the dogs. Uh, they got the uh, second, third string in. Jeff Cox uh, with a touchdown run in the third and in the fourth. And you're sitting right now at 48 nothing with uh, around four minutes to go in the game. So since Southern Columbia moved up to double-A, they've got a record of 47-1. and And that lone loss was last year in the state championship game. So this will be their eighth state championship. Well, so congrats. Huge congrats to them. They just... Keep on motoring. It is quite the dynasty in Catawissa. Yes, it is. Congrats to them. That's that is great. Uh, Jim Delaney will be on the show today. Frank Divers, the chairman of the Fiesta Bowl, the committee chairman of the Fiesta Bowl, will join us today. And then picks. We'll do that today as well. So we have a full boat today. Ben Reichley sends his best, by the way. Oh. It's always great to hear from Ben. Yep, Ben was on On the Mark this morning, and he said to me, you know, you know my favorite segment is on the show? <laughs> the pick, pick segment, segment, yes. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people tell me that. Yes. <laughs> well, we, well, we have fun with it. You know? We do. It's, it's, we do. it's just, just fun. Uh, the Penn State women's volleyball team uh, is uh, facing Missouri right now Penn State did win the first set and they were leading in the second set uh, for the right to go to the Elite Eight so we'll keep you up to date on that as well that's a recall you're like why are they playing on a Friday afternoon well because TV told them to why 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 does anybody play at any time anymore Uh, that's why I've always laughed about it's interesting the wrestling fans will tell you all the time, we need more TV coverage. We need more TV. Then they put them on TV. Why'd they pick that time? <laughs> what, what <do> you... Okay. <laughs> Can't do everything your way. So. <laughs> oh, boy. 48 nothing Southern Columbia. It is a final. Yeah. Yep. So, they're champions. Don't forget, coming up uh, at 5.40 today, the Tawanda Tip-Off Tournament. Shikolimi will take on Horseheads, New York. Uh, the Chief Dave Ritchie with a call on that one. What? Nothing. Oh, oh. did you leave someone out? <laughs> did you leave someone out? I, made a, I mentioned the Chief. You did? They left early today. They left, around, know, lunch, always... they left around lunchtime. I'm thinking, okay, they're going to be, they going hunting for a couple of hours before they go to the gym. <laughs> they left at noon. They left just after twelve okay. today. I was looking for Kevin. I didn't, I didn't have anything urgent to run past him, but, but I was getting ready to head out to lunch. It's like, oh wow, they left already. <laughs> I mean, they, they know the tournament is in Tawanda and not Tonawanda, New York, right? <laughs> That's a little <laughs> further north up there. <laughs> Maybe they drove to Horseheads, New York, and uh, thinking the tournament was there. Then curled down south. <laughs> Unreal. I guess Kev had to 
settle into the hotel room, I guess, or something. Maybe requested an early, early check-in. I don't know. I don't hotel? Know. Hotel? I would have thought he booked a hotel. I don't think he's coming back home and then driving back up. I don't know. I'm assuming he got a hotel. I could how be far wrong. To, how far is it to Tawanda? I'd probably say from his place, what, buck and a half maybe? Maybe less than that. Maybe buck and a quarter? I don't know. And we're going to stay in a hotel? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe he is. I could be wrong. I, I don't know. I didn't ask him if he was or not. <laughs> Somebody's wasting money. All right. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. If you only had half the points you have. <laughs> well, if you only had any points. Uh, wow. Okay. I mean, if he... Okay. If he wants to, that's... Yeah. I mean, it's important to get a good night's sleep before the Tawanda tip-off tournament. I know that. It's very important. <laughs> Wow. Uh, hey, by the way, Brewers Outlet, don't forget to get gift cards. It lets the it lets people around you know exactly how much you care. I'm trying to think now. Did, did you and I get the suit of uh, a Brewers Outlet gift card? Did we? Uh, no. Well, it does indicate how much we care. All right, so. (laughs) Is it really this easy? (laughs) Is it really this easy? (laughs) You know darn well he's sitting at that Tawanda tournament listening to this right now. He goes, what, airtime's what, 540? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's all set up by now. Yeah, we got Tawanda, Horseheads, New York, Shikalemi, and Bloomsburg rounds out the field. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, these holiday, I, I like these holiday tournaments. They get you know four, four good teams in one spot and they play. I think it, it's great. Yeah. And if I was doing something an hour and fifteen minutes away, I'd do it and then drive back home and then go back the next day. But that's just me. I would, wouldn't take the company's money and just like, you know, throw it off to the wayside and stay overnight. Or else I'd use points. Oh, well. Uh, we'll keep you up to date, by the way, on women's volleyball. Uh, they're playing Missouri. It started at 2 today. Uh, they won the first set, Penn State, then they were leading in the second set. Um, it was actually, you know what? And to their credit, it was a really good crowd today, I recall. You know that? Um, and that, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by that. At 2 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Downtown's alive here, by the way. I was just downtown, and uh, let's see. Uh, I think Penn State won the first two sets. Boom, boom, uh, yep, Penn State won second set, 25-18. Up two games to none, or two sets to none. And the third set is tied at 11. So to get you up to date. Brian in Elysburg. Hi, Brian. How are you today? Hello, Brian. Maybe we don't have him there. There's Brian. We got him. Hi, Brian. How are you? 
Okay, Steve. Hey, it was great to see you at the Rutgers game, and I just want to call and say happy holidays and uh, and uh, have a safe trip out to Arizona, and I'll be watching the game, and uh, let's hope they bring home a win. And I know it's going to be another great year, and uh, and uh, in my opinion, I hope Barkley stays for another year so he can win all the awards. <laughs> all right? Well, Brian, it means a lot that you called and wished us happy holidays. It's always great yep. to see you and appreciate your opinions very, very much. That's right, and... Uh, well, and uh, but I know Barkley. He'll probably do what he want to do. But uh, but if I were, I would, I wouldn't want to. I would, I would stay because uh, you got a chance to uh, to win everything next year. Because there's really not really any good players coming back next year because most of them are graduating. So, but hey, all we could do is just see what happens. And I know uh, everything will work out, and it's going to be a great game. And uh, first time since 1983 they're going to play Washington. So um, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Absolutely. First time since 83 in the Aloha Bowl. Uh, yeah. And so, when, yeah. 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 And then I remember when Dozier scored the winning touchdown. That was great. So, and yeah, I, was, I was on YouTube the other day watching the highlights. And, uh, oh, fuck, great uh, memories back. I was watching the game. And I turned down the radio. And I don't know who was doing the game on radio, but I remember they were doing the radio. It so was, that was great. It was uh, Gil Santos and Bob yep. Rondo. Uh, That's what right. happened was because the game was in Hawaii. Because I yeah. was the third announcer on the Penn State Network. So they were debating yeah. whether they'd send us out there or not as a group. Yeah. And they decided yeah. to send one announcer from each team. So each team sends their play-by-play announcer. And Bob Rondo did the first half with Gil as the color analyst. And then Gil did the second half with Bob Rondo as the color analyst. And I got sent to Hartford to do basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, Steve. Well, happy holidays and happy New Year. Merry Christmas to uh, all the fans out there. And uh, I just want to say uh, I know Ryan Shazier will never forget him when he uh, killed Penn State that one year. But it's very yeah. sad to see uh, an athlete. And, you know, I'm not a student fan, but it's so sad to uh, see people uh, get hurt like that to the Steeler fans and especially to him and his family it's so sad to yeah. see people like that it's, uh, he was a great athlete and uh, it's just so sad it, 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 it brings back memories of a lot of stuff uh, it's just awful you know and it's like Jim Harbaugh said yesterday they said a prayer for him but the good thing is there he said that uh, there's more important things in life than a football game so we know that uh, for sure Yes, there are, and uh, we wish Ryan Shazier nothing but the best. And, yes, I do remember that night he picked off the pass and ran it back for a touchdown. I remember oh, like yeah. it was yesterday. Uh, but you yeah, know what? Right. Great player. Let's just see how he progresses along the way. And the most important part is quality of life, no matter what. Yeah. That's right, sir. And uh, and uh, God bless Steve Smith. I know he's still around, and he's still yeah. hanging on. and. And Tim Shaw too, and uh, yeah. there's there it's 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 so sad and so sad and you know I work with people with disabilities so and uh, I know what they go through every day and uh, hey uh, I all I can say is uh, thank God for uh, you know uh, the people who, um, the, the the job I do they all like me and I'm very happy with that so and well it was great well, to talk to you buddy and uh, and uh, and it's uh, we'll see you again next year when I come out there. I'm looking forward to seeing it, and thanks for all the great work you do with so many people, Brian. Thank you. That's, that's right, sir. Bye-bye now. Brian from Ellysburg. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. 
Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Welcome back. Great to have you with us. So you're telling me it's the first game of the tournament and that Tawanda plays in the nightcap. I believe so, yes. Yeah, since uh, and, we're on and, at 540, they, it'd probably be, what, a 6 o'clock tip? And I think there'd probably be, what, another game at like 8-ish? So they left at noon. Ish, yeah. For a one-hour and 20-minute trip for I may, a 6 o'clock game. I think it could be a buck. Is it a buck 20, buck and a quarter? Something like, like I haven't been up. To, I haven't been up toward Tawanda in well over a decade. So I mean, the roads maybe they may have done some road construction since then and trimmed off your time. But the but I thought you could take two twenty straight shot all the way up there. If it wouldn't be that, wouldn't take that long to get up there. Hey. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm sure they're safe, sound, and secure. I guess that's all that matters. Right? That's all that matters, yes. Yeah. Uh, they got a game on December 13th, right? Yes, at Shimokan. Live on WKOK. I have two words for that. Party on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Mario Cristobal, they, now all the FBS... Um, Spots are filled as the new head coach at Oregon. You know where Mario Cristobal coached his first game as a head coach in his career? Beaver Stadium, when he was the head coach at Florida International. And Shoshi Otani, the great Japanese baseball star, has signed with the Angels. He had also met with the Cubs, the Rangers, the Dodgers, Giants, Padres, and Mariners. And he's signed with the Angels. The Angels spend a lot of money. They don't get a lot of bang for the buck. Well, let's see what he does. All right, today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. It's the holidays. It's the holidays. You want to make sure you're fully stocked for the holidays. You want to make sure somebody shows up, you're ready to go. You want to make sure that if you're going anywhere for the holidays, that you're able to walk in there, not empty-handed. But you're grateful for the invitation. You say, here, I picked this up for you. We've got it over at Brewer's Outlet. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar is second to none. 
Love the barrels, love the dills. And now is the time, a man, to go out and get yourself a Brewers Outlet gift card. It really lets somebody know how much, how much you care. Uh, and believe me, it's going to be greatly appreciated by whomever you give it to. In fact, just the other day, Sean and I were contemplating whether to chip in together for a gift gift card from Brewers Outlet to the Soup. Mm-hmm. We were. Then that then that question came about how much we cared. <laughs> <laughs> Topic changed rather quickly. We moved on to something else. <laughs> Morphed it back into more Penn State football talk. <laughs> So what do you think about Saquon Barkley? Yes. I like him. He's a good player. like him a lot. Uh, But again, you know, if you're really sitting there, you're thinking, okay, what do I get somebody? Brewers Outlet gift card is a great idea. Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Time now for this day in sports history. Tom King of England defeated American John Heenan and became the first world heavyweight champion. This date in 1863. Now, this had to be, obviously, the bare-knuckle era. I mean, it had to be. I mean, think about that. 1987. Now, remember, uh, was it maybe 10 days ago we talked about Billy Smith of the New York Islanders being credited with the first goal by a goalie? But, again, Rod Ramage shot it into his own net accidentally. Smith was the last Islander to touch it. Well, it was on this date in 1987, uh, just a mere 30 years ago, that Ron Hextall, the Flyers, became the first goalie in NHL history to actually shoot the puck and score. His empty net goal made him only the second goalie to get credit for a goal, but the first ever to shoot it into the other net. 1994 in Los Angeles, 12 alternate jurors were chosen for the O.J. Simpson murder trial. 2000, Mario Lemieux announced to the Pittsburgh Penguins that he planned to return to the National Hockey League as a player at the age of 35. He became the first ever modern owner-player in U.S. pro sports. 2003, the Orlando Magic ended their 19-game losing streak. They beat the Phoenix Suns 105-98. Imagine being a Suns fan that night. Like, what, we lost to these people? Are you kidding me? We lost to them? And then in 2004, in Michigan, five Indiana Pacers and seven fans were charged for various crimes related to that fight between the Pacers and the Pistons game that took place on November 19th, 2004. That, of course, was the one involving Ron Artest. Now, if you recall, Ron Artest changed his name to Meta World Peace. Now, fortunately, his name at that time was not Meta World Peace because world peace turns violent. I just, it just doesn't work. Meta peace turns violent. Oh, my goodness. Oh. All right. Don't forget, uh, we've got uh, Shukalimi basketball coming up. Congratulations to Southern Columbia football. They won the state championship today, Sean. They did so in impressive fashion. 
Big win for the Tigers, 48 to nothing at Hershey Park Stadium. Uh, since moving up to Double A, they are 47 and one, not too shabby. Uh, Stone Hollenbach, three touchdown passes in the first half alone. 11-yard touchdown catch by Julian Fleming, 8-yard touchdown catch by Preston Zachman, and a 15-yard reception by Gage Garcia. Big day for Gage Garcia. Opening play from scrimmage in the second half. Gage ran it in from 57 yards out, and a couple of Jeff Cox touchdowns late third, early fourth made it 48 to nothing in favor of Southern Columbia. And by the way, Penn State women's volleyball, they get the sweep today. So they have advanced to the regional final, which will be tomorrow night at 8. Yeah, they beat Missouri today in three straight to get there. So uh, Simone Lee uh, had another outstanding performance. Um, she took my class last year, last spring. You know that? Very cool. Simone Lee did. Her and Lanny Pierce. Two really good students, by the way. And last year I did a piece on Black History Month uh, for... Uh, the Penn State basketball show, and you know, I mentioned always. I've mentioned that I do the uh, quote roar feature, and I'm the producer for that. In fact, this week uh, my job was to get uh, men's gymnastics and fencing interviews. Stephen Nadarosik is the defending national champion on pommel horse, Penn State's tenth ever pommel horse national champion, more than anyone else, and he's a, a freshman. Well, he's a sophomore now. So he's the topic of one. And then the dominance of the fencing program over the year with the idea that they'll be hosting the NCAA championship here March 22nd to the 25th. Well, last year, one of them I did was on Black History Month. And what I did was is I wrote a chronology of all the, the benchmark moments of diversity at Penn State. And what I did was I asked Jason Cabinda and Simone Lee to narrate the piece. And what I did was I had them alternate between them, mentioning the benchmark moments of Penn State, especially in Penn State athletics. And what I enjoyed the most was their reaction when they were done with it. Because the two of them who have done so much here at Penn State... I mean, Simone Lee has been a great credit here. Jason Cabinda has been a great credit here. For the two of them to sit there and after reading the scripts and narrating the scripts, each looked at me and they said, I never realized all this happened here. Now, that's what you want out of a piece. You want, you want when it's done, that people you, know, you feel like people have learned more about a particular topic. That's what you're looking for out of it. And when the... When, uh, when it's a topic that the two of them would be very, very passionate about, and they say that, and they both did a great, not a good job, great job, and Simone was outstanding in class. Jason never took Jason never took my class, but Simone did, and she did an outstanding job with it, and she had a big, big match today, big match today. All right, so we have picks coming up today, and the. Uh, and when it comes to our picks, I guess there's been a little changing of the guard. Yeah, a little flip-flopping. Mm-hmm. What is going on here? It's been tight. It's been tight this season. So what are the games we're picking today? Let's give everyone a preview of the games we're picking today. Okay, so we're going to pick Army-Navy. 
And then we've got... Uh, Can I say something about Army-Navy? Sure, your uh, show. Before we, yeah. before, no, 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 no. I want to say something quickly about Army-Navy. Yeah. Uh, and that that's as follows. This game was of great importance for many, many years. And you think about the great players that have played in it, Pete Dawkins and Doc Blanchard and Glenn Davis and Joe Bolino and Roger Staubach and so forth, okay? Great players that have played in it. And Navy and Army usually were very, very good. And you look back on uh, everything that they've done. Then there was a period of time where it fell off in terms of, you know, interest. There's still some interest, but, you know, notice in the last few years how the interest in the game has really picked up, which I think is great. Think about this. Man or woman. Now, obviously, men will play in the game, but man or woman. At the age of 17 makes a commitment to go into the Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, whatever. And they know they're going to spend their time, whether it's at Colorado Springs, New London, West Point, Annapolis. And then after that, there's a five-year commitment beyond that. And it's regimented. Every day you get up at this hour, you have to do this, 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 class, this, this, this. Ed DeChell's told me a story as the head basketball coach at Navy that one day, because there's only an X amount of time, he only has like, hey, I think he only has them like two hours a day. And one day one of his players, one of his guards, walked into the, the practice gym soaking wet. And Ed looked at him and he said, uh, okay, what's your problem? He goes, seal maneuvers, river. He goes, go suit up. That's the way it is. Now, you think about this. 17, 18 years of age, these players are 18 to 22, 23 years of age. They have a five-year commitment after they're done. And each one of them has committed to serving this country in a very, very uncertain world. They are very special people. So while it be the guys out there, they represent the men and women of our armed forces and the best of the best out there tomorrow. And uh, that, I think that's awfully special. So, all right. So what else you got? All right. So the rest of the games will be NFL and really great slate of games for Sunday. Uh, we'll have Minnesota, Carolina, Oakland and the Chiefs, Seattle, Jacksonville, Philly and the Rams, of course. And then Sunday night will be the Ravens and the Steelers. All right. It's not a bad slate of games. Yeah. Uh, Frank Divers, we're going to have him from the Fiesta. We're going to move him to Monday. We're going to do that. We're going to get Jim Delaney on the next half hour. Uh, so we'll do that today. Looking forward to it very much. Uh, it's a conversation with Jim. I think it's going to be fascinating. There's a lot to talk to him about. <laughs> a lot to talk to him about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, of course, nothing last night for Saquon Barkley. It was all Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, I think, it looked like he won every award except for for the Sportsmanship Award. Uh, so, <laughs> did, you see, did you see from the American Football Coaches Association, see whose name came up last night? Did you see it? Brandon Smith. Did you see Brandon Smith last, honored last night? 
Isn't that great? Congratulations to him. What a thrill for everybody. Winfield, Lewisburg, everywhere. National television last night to have him, among others, recognized for all the great work that is done. We will come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet. Penn's Tavern is where you want to celebrate this holiday season. Whatever feel you're looking for, Penn's Tavern along the Susquehanna River can accommodate your needs. Mountain stone walls and wood floors can be found in the original dining area, giving you that old world charm. Continue back to the newly renovated River Room with 12 PA microbrews on tap. Grab a burger and sit back and relax in this cozy pub area. Penn's Tavern has the best gift certificate offer for the holidays. Buy five gift certificates of the same denomination and receive a sixth one free. Penn's Tavern, a piece of heaven on Route 147, five miles south of Sunbury. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And don't forget about those gift cards for the holidays. Tells you everybody exactly how much you really care. So that's... uh, it's just something to think about if you're uh, out there you know, grappling, like, what do I give? I mean, really, this person's important to me. What gift do I give them? You know. So that's something to think about. And uh, I think it's a great idea, as a matter of fact. And uh, yeah, why don't you go treat yourself, by the way, in this beautiful world? Buy yourself a car. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Now that's a gift, isn't it? That is a gift. Wow. So, ah, I mean, that'll get it done every single time. Women's Volleyball won big today for Penn State. Beat Missouri. Uh, now moves on to the Elite Eight. They'll host that tomorrow night at 8. And also the uh, Southern Columbia football team uh, won the state championship today. And they did it with relative ease. They did it with relative ease. Yeah, pretty much early in the game there was one drive where Wilmington coughed it up and uh, was Katie barred the door after that. Tigers able to shut down not one but two Wilmington running backs that racked up over a thousand yards each uh, this season. So, talk a lot about the Tigers' offense and all the great weapons they have on that side of the ball. But kudos to the defense today for really laying down the hammer. Great work. Well, think about all the you know, for example, that matchup with Sealands Grove at the end of the year. I mean, that ended up being a heck of a game. In the end, it kind of tells you how good Sealands Grove was. So close two weeks ago, almost uh, defeating Bethlehem Catholic in Shemokin. Uh, Bethlehem Catholic then was eliminated by Imhotep Charter. And then last night, it was Erie Cathedral Prep in the Quad A Championship game. They defeated uh, Imhotep uh, Charter last night. So Cathedral Prep takes home gold to Erie. Well, I think everyone knows that... Uh... Emetep Prep was shorthanded a player. Yes. We're not going to get into that. Not allowed to get into that. Nah, Cathedral Prep, I believe, 20, I want to say 28 game winning streak, something like that. Upper 20s yeah. for sure. 
Mm-hmm. So. Uh, once again, you have uh, Drew Brees complaining about injuries last night in the game between New Orleans and Atlanta, which Atlanta won, and we're going to hear West Durham's call uh, in a little bit. Uh, but he says, you know, playing on Thursday night is a big reason for these problems. Uh, and you, I mean, here's the issue the NFL is not giving back the money. They're not going to give back the money. And it it's as simple as that. And then there's Sean Payton. Last night called out the officials and now they're going to review his behavior. Uh the reviewing behavior toward the officiating crew last night. Payton said he had not talked to anyone from the league, but was still mad today over what he called extremely poor officiating and said the inconsistency and confidence level in officials needs to be improved from the top of the league office. Yeah, it may have something to do with the uh, field goal that was taken off the board there at the half uh, because of a... Uh, it was an offsides penalty, I believe it was. Uh, illegal form. Lined, they, they, form. They, they, yeah, say, right. they say, they say yeah. whomever 61 was, yeah. they said lined up in the backfield. I don't know. That's that. That I thought that was a ticky tack call. There's no way on the planet that Dan Quinn would have been running out screaming and hollering if they didn't call it. All right. I mean, it wasn't a straight line, you know, from sideline to sideline the way it was lined up. Look, look more like a curl, but really nothing. Didn't it? Didn't look like anything out of the ordinary the way they were lined up. And then Cleve Blakeman's crew penalized Payton for running onto the field toward field judge Joe LaRue with a minute five seconds remaining in the game. Payton said he was trying to call a timeout, and then LaRue asked me again. And I said, I've already called the timeout. I probably said it with a little more oomph or vigor than I was supposed to, but I had enough. I know I have to be smarter than that. The Falcons have been facing a third down, but Payton's penalty gave Atlanta a first down and essentially ended the game. Of the 26 first downs by the Falcons last night, 11 were by way of penalty. This goes back to what I was talking about the other night with the Bengals-Steelers game. What is the primary offensive play for some teams? I'll throw it up as far as I can, and if I get a pass interference, we're down there. Now, I only saw some of the game last night. I did see the field goal you talked about. I did see that. And I thought that was a ticky-tack call um, on that play. Technically, was it right? Yeah. Could you have let it go and it would have been zero problem? Yes. But uh, I didn't like it. I'll give Atlanta a ton of credit. Their season pretty much on the line last night. I really didn't give them a shot to win. And if you'd have told me Matt Ryan would have thrown three picks, it's like, huh, Saints in a cakewalk. So Right. They have, they, yeah, they have no chance of winning if he does that. Because remember the one right before the half that set up the field goal? I, I don't know whose fault that was, but he threw it right to, to uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Threw it right to him. Like, well, that was an easy one to pick. They always seem to be easier when they, when you don't to make any effort to get it. Yeah, Collinsworth is like, what's he thinking? What's he doing? All right. And then Julio Jones was mad when that play was over. Then 
They kicked the field goal. They made it. Then the penalty was called. And because it was the end of the half. Wow. That was a little bizarre there at the end of the half. I know that. Jim Delaney next. We'll talk about the college football playoff and some basketball as well. As we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. 